You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Hello, everyone. It is Pierce, host of the PJ's Cast. And if you enjoy listening to the PJ's Cast as much as we do recording it, please leave a positive review, subscribe, and share with friends no matter what platform you may be on. We love discussing the Chicago Blackhawks and, of course, the game of hockey, but we want to reach this out to a wider audience, and doing all those things really help us out. So once again, if you enjoy the PJ's Cast, please leave a positive review, subscribe, and share with friends. And I hope you guys enjoyed the upcoming podcast episode. Welcome everyone to the PJ's cast. I'm your host Pierce, alongside of my good pals Jimmy and Schmitty. And uh yeah. talk about some my halves are up to nothing right now, and I love to see it. Carrie Price turning back clock to 2014-2015. You love to see it, and uh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah um I'm know. just gonna come out and say it now. I literally can't stand Toronto and Edmonton. We are being forced to watch one of the most boring playoff series I've ever watched in my life. <laughs> I yeah, can't, like I'm literally I I am at the point where it's just like I don't even care anymore. Like fuck those two teams for not being competent enough to get to the second round. We should have been gift wrapped one of the best second round series that we've had this year. But no, we get a boring one now. Unless you're a Habs fan, you want to see Carey Price succeed. But like, I'm sorry, this series like sucks. Me. Look at the other three series; they're all good. This one is just a snooze fest, and it's boring. I'm sorry, like. Oh, it's horrible. I, I, I it, that series vividly pisses me off because whoever wins the Colorado Vegas series is going to stomp whoever that wins that series. <laughs> it's Colorado. It might. Exactly. Easily. It's just fucking. Mm. You see, you know, you would think it's it Colorado, but I feel like we, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that. We'll get into that soon. But um, yeah, I, I've fully uh, transparent here. I've put on both the Montreal or both Montreal and Winnipeg games. And uh, I've barely made it through a period in each. I've just watched the highlights. It's, it's drastically boring. It's and this, boring hockey. Know. And I'm not trying. I got, it's no, um, no shade to 
either fan base or whatever, but a full shade to, as you said, Schmitty, complete shade to Toronto and Edmonton. They, they, they should have wiped the floor with each of these teams. Edmonton should have. I mean, I know that Edmonton isn't the deepest team. I understand that. Uh, and we, we saw that. We saw that uh, in spades, but they still should have beat Winnipeg. That should not have been a hard series for them to win whatsoever. I don't care if Montreal's team, you know, Montreal is playing this fantastic shutdown game. I don't care if Carey Price is on another planet. You have Mitch Marner, Austin Matthews, William Nylander, you know, John Tavares even being injured. Doesn't matter because you still have you have guys, Alex Kerfoot, you have Ilya Mikheyev down there as well. You've got weapons everywhere. Alex Galchenyuk was definitely well, no, why am I even mentioning Alex Galchenyuk? I'm like, coffee's not very good today, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, you have more than a good enough team. You have way more than a good enough team with Toronto, and you have way more than a good enough team in Edmonton to beat these teams. We're not talking about a Stanley Cup contender they're playing. They're not even playing a team like the Islanders. They're not playing the Penguins. They weren't playing the Bruins. They weren't playing the Knights, the Avs. These aren't good teams. Like I would argue the I would argue there the, the two teams left right now, the Jets and the Habs are the worst out of the remaining eight. And there's oh, a big gap between no, no, even them and like the Islanders. I don't think like you have you to said. argue that. I think that's just a fact at this point. I'm right with yeah. you. It they're they're not good hockey teams. And again, I, I don't want to take away what they've done. You know, they did win those series. They did win those series, and you know, props to them. But players you, in front of you. Exactly. 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 Yeah, it's just it's just that like I feel like this division is now proving exactly what I feel like all of us have said all year, which is this division's a step below every other division this year. Like I, I tried to change my mind on that, but oh, we lost I mean, Pierce for a second. But, but yeah, I, 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 there was always something about that because I know that the numbers didn't really add up with, um, you know, the argument that it's not the best division. But you know, you know, I guess the I guess something that uh, oh man, uh, should I have my Pierre Maguire moment? Something that uh, analytics can't measure. Is that they just um, can't quantify that? They just can't quantify it. Um, and this isn't even some this isn't even like some uh profound uh some profound discovery, but um there was it goes against uh the argument that I I started to um go along more with the belief that yeah, this isn't maybe this isn't a Mickey Mouse division. That's like that's I I feel like that's the uh easiest term to use to describe um, what we saw in them and what a lot of people saw in this division. Yes, the numbers are what they are. They are the same as the other divisions, but the argument is not that that's the, the teams as a whole are not very good. Right. And you got these teams that are not as good as the rest of the league playing each other. So the numbers will be the same, but those that division is still weaker the division may have the same results as other divisions, but the division is still weaker than the others. That doesn't change that. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I think this this playoffs definitely aids to that argument. Like, I, I have to agree with you, Dylan. This is some of the worst playoff hockey I've watched in a long time. It sucks, too, because the other three series are so good. Like They are. Even though the Carolina series is 3-1, that series is electric. Like, Boston Isles has been close every game of the series. Then you got Colorado Vegas, which is just two freaking, like, 
horses going at it basically yeah like it's there's so like if you were if you're a casual fan you like at least the nhl knows this and they're not putting these series on like nbc sports like i'm pretty sure every montreal game has been on like usa network because they know i believe so because they know like they know like they're not stupid promote the better series please because this one's not it like there's a reason this one's on at six o'clock today yeah so in terms of overall standings, Colorado and Vegas are one and two in the league. Carolina and Tampa is three and eight in the league. Boston and New York are ten and twelfth in the league, and then Winnipeg and Montreal fourteenth and eighteenth in the league. This year, they had. Of course, this season is the season where Canada has a conference final spot, a final four spot gift wrap for them, and it was absolutely wasted. They completely wasted a Final Four spot. You could have had Matthews in the Final Four. You could have McDavid in the Final Four. Those are the only two teams that I think. Hey, probably in the Final would... Four, though. It, realistically, those are the only two teams that would would have really been exciting or competitive, you know, in the Final Four spot. But, uh. Yeah, no, is it's been with Canada hockey in the NHL or Canadian teams, I should say, in the NHL. Um, there's no lack of good Canadian hockey players in the league. Um, it's just been kind of, it's been kind of a meme for the last what thirty years now. It, it's All right, it's ridiculous. Come on, Twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. You're right. You're not right. Like, it's not like Pierce is counting or anything. Yeah. Yeah, dude, I I don't care like Canadian teams winning because most of the teams that won the cup are made of Canadians. So oh yeah, I mean I wouldn't. There's no issue with Canada hockey whatsoever. Um, I don't know known American Canadians that are That's true. That's very true. Nathan McKinnon couldn't hold a Henrik Zetterberg's jockstrap if he played back in the the tough boys days back in back in my day, two thousand five. <laughs> oh baby. <laughs> Yeah, it it's just it's it's frustrating to be honest. Even as an outsider, it would be nice to see a Canadian team go far, make some damage, but it just doesn't happen anymore. And <laughs> Pierce, do you think there's any reason as to why? Like is there is there is there something quantifiable? I got a no. reason. Analytics can't measure that. Let's hear it. Oh, it's called crappy management across yeah. the country. Yeah. Like Think of one Canadian team that has good management right now. None. The funny thing is that like Toronto. The safest on one is probably Toronto does. or like Mark Bergevin. Toronto has like. Oh, I didn't even say no to that. So Exactly. Toronto on paper is a good team. Yeah. With just shithole, like just weak ass players mentally. But like, I'm talking like the last 20 years. Like, there has oh. not been a stable management group in Edmonton. There's not been a stable management group in Vancouver. I don't care what people say about Jim Betting. That is not stable. Uh, I don't think anyone Ottawa, thinks it's stable. Ottawa, <laughs> Lowell, that's funny. Um, <laughs> Ottawa, Calgary, yeah. ha, that's also funny. Um, Ottawa is the poster Winnipeg, boy. Winnipeg, they're just there, and it's showing in this series. Um, maybe winning that series was not the best thing because if they're just going to get also another thing with this series, this series would be way better if Mark Shifley wasn't a dipshit, but you know, here we are. That's He's true. Going to be suspended for the rest of the series at this rate. Cause Winnipeg's just going to roll over and die. It's amazing that Winnipeg's getting like beaten by center depth with the Habs. Philip Deneau and Nick Suzuki. 
And the Nick Zucchini. And Nick Zucchini. Yummy. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Future Jonathan Calamari. Calamari. Yes, very calamari. Good yes, for him. Yes, very calam. No, that's that's Mike Calamari. Oh, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> yes, my bad. Absolutely right. But kind of going back, thirteen to goals in one playoff. Uh, hey, Mike man, calamari don't knock you. him. Yes, for sir. the Habs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in 2010, when they went to the Eastern Conference Final and lost yeah. to the Philadelphia Flyers, and then the, the Canadians Flyers lost to the Chicago Blackhawks. Yeah, the Canadians are going to do exactly this year what they did that year. Hey, is, you want to know what they also did in 2010 that they did this year? Came back from 3-1 down against a superior team. Because of a goalie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Except this goalie's way better than your level like ever was. A tiny bit. Capitals so, fans will beg to differ, but whatever. <laughs> dear God. Um, so I wanted to go of, back. Uh, I wanted to, sorry, I wanted to go back to the Canadian team things and we have had like Canadian teams reach the Stanley Cup final like '94. It was Vancouver. Um, I mean, Vancouver probably should have won in 2011. They they oh, probably should. Oh, 100. percent If they were healthy, they probably would have won. They're but... probably. I was gonna say Boston was in their head that series. Like, um, yeah. I think it was 13 a... different defensemen. Like that's insane. <laughs> and I did not know that stat. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was absurd. And one thing, injuries, bro. and one thing about that series is that um, I believe I heard a story that Mike Gillis, after they went up two nothing, um, they pumped open like some kind of champagne bottle. It's just like, all right, we're up two nothing. I think we got this in the bag now. And then they lose four of the next five and don't win the cup. Wow! Oh no! Oh no! I can't believe the Sedins let that happen. <laughs> I can't believe. Anybody on Vancouver let that happen. Listen, I don't like Vancouver, but Sedin's deserved a cup in there. Oh, 100%. Should have got one. And same with but the they also got... Yeah, man. That was yeah. that. That would have been like the storybook year, too, because they finally beat us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> even though they almost had the everywhere. biggest choke ever to us, which would have been even better. Yeah. God, that game four and game five was so much fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> And then going back to like other Canadian teams that made it, you go to 2004, Calgary made it, but they were the clear underdogs against Tampa Bay. 2006, Edmonton was the clear underdogs against Carolina, which is weird to say. But then in 2007, Ottawa was like clearly inferior to Anaheim, even though Ottawa oh, had God, the – like, Yeah, yeah. Even though they had the Heatley, uh, Spezza, and Alfredson line, Anaheim had a first pairing of – And Stanley Cup champion, Antoine Vermette. No, that's true. The shutdown line of uh, Mike Fisher. Mike Fisher. Oh, my God. Noted a barrier of Perry Underwood. Yeah, that's true. And Anaheim had that shutdown line of uh, Travis Moen, Sammy Paulson, also a former Blackhawk, and Rob Niedermine. Sammy Paulson. (laughs) What What a throwback. Jesus. Oh yeah, and I think there's also like mathematical, like just the fact that there's only seven Canadian teams compared to twenty-four. But like, what? Oh, let's said, not get into it, the math, okay? Math. Let's not get into analytics. Can't quantify that. Let's not try to quantify this, Pierce. Hockey is a is a sport played in the ice, not on paper. Okay. No, let's talk about the amount of times like a Canadian team's been a one seed and they didn't do anything in the playoffs. Because mm-hmm. I can think of at least five times the Habs have done that. Twenty-four. <laughs> First time the thing that comes to mind. Seventeen. Yeah, 
Shit, yeah. 20, 20, uh, 21 Leafs. Um. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, Jimmy, you bring up that the game was played up on played on uh, ice, not paper. I think the Toronto. Oh, Maple Calgary last year, two years ago. Pierce, that's you know, it's it's a bit harsh to uh, have to dude, put me through. I don't through, know what it is, dude. Wrong. But like, yeah, most of it, it, most of it is shitty management and not stable management. I definitely. Oh, it's that. definitely not stable management, but like. Yeah. I'm also thinking like these teams have not been bad in the recent like last couple years. Like Jimmy and I, like like Jimmy and I just said, like Calgary was the one seed like two years ago. They, Johnny Gaudreau had like a hundred points. Uh, he had ninety. He had ninety nine. <laughs> Never oh, get over. Oh that. yeah, ninety nine. hundred points that year, I think. Like yeah. besides McDavid and the rest of the Goobers, but yeah, like <laughs> it was like that was the year like Kucherov had like one twenty eight. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and then Kane had 110. He was third. It was like the fuck. That was the year. No, wait. Yeah, oh, you're, right. you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, that was the year. I'm, thinking I'm pretty sure one year Ovechkin scored 49 goals, and that pissed me off so much, and I was pretty sure that's the year. Yeah, they, he, the they didn't put him on the ice for an empty – or no. Um, they were up by two against the Devils, and the Devils didn't pull their goalie. Wow. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they didn't even try to go score. That's, that reminds me of – um. Oh, what year was it? It was when um the Devils put Scotty Clemenson in that, I believe, um in a do or die game, and the Leafs missed the playoffs because of that. <laughs> well, look at the Devils being a bunch of trolls. Just the worst, just the worst people. Wait, well, yeah, I believe it was the New York Islanders with Wade Dublowitz with the poke check and the shootout, and had New Jersey won Toronto and made the playoffs. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Yeah, that was it. That's that's <laughs> what it was. Yes. How I know that? <laughs> Steve Dangle. The facts. Uh, I think I know that from him too. I think the that's facts, where I found man. it. I know I've seen the highlights for sure. <laughs> what a dick move! That's <laughs> 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 just that's like that's un. Reachable levels of trolling. Imagine losing your playoffs. Um, imagine losing your playoff spot because another <laughs> team lost to a goalie named Wade Dublowitz. Yeah, imagine. I'm pretty sure that's a be a pro player. I think the worst though is still when the Kings lost to the McDavid, the uh, McEichel Oilers to miss the playoffs in 2015 after they won. Wasn't, the it, wasn't it Calgary? No, I thought it was Edmonton. I no, swear it was, it was Edmonton. It was both. Oh, they, no, they, they must have had the Alberta trip and lost no, both. Yeah. Shit, it was no, they, they lost, lost to too. Calgary to miss it, but they lost to Edmonton the game before, vice versa. Oh, Either yeah. one. Yeah. That's what it was. I the Alberta. The, one, yeah. the Edmonton loss really set them back, and then Calgary must have did him in. But either way, it's <laughs> like amazing. you lost to the McEichel Oilers. Like, how? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no uh, McEichel, uh, Buffalo Sabres, but, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty. <laughs> Michael Norberth, three shout-outs? Get that man out of my face. Yeah. Two. Get him, another team. Get him out of my two, face. Two straight wins. I don't need this man anymore. <laughs> Trade him away. <laughs> it's uh, like the Stephen A. Smith is like, get him the hell out of here. He no place here. Us. <laughs> <laughs> On the topic of good teams like the 2014-15 uh, Buffalo Sabres, let's get to the the Knights versus Avalanche series. And, man, the Game 2 and Game 3 were so good. I just wish, like, Game 1 didn't count. Were fucking garbage, both of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the last two games, Vegas has definitely been the better team. Yeah, I was going to say Colorado's kind of been outskated a good bit. <laughs> 
It was like literally, if you look at their statistics this year, this is the first time they're getting like outplayed this entire season, and they've won five playoff games. And they they were outshot in both games almost by a two one ratio. Philip Grubauer, baby. Mm-hmm. Proven why he's a Vesna finalist. Exactly, mm-hmm. and it, it's it's crazy. Because, I mean, obviously, it's uh, a bit a bit lazy to look at game one and say that that's. That's not what these teams are. To say that's what they are is lazy, but we know it's not. We knew Vegas was better than this. Um, I didn't think Vegas was going to be this good against Colorado coming off of game one. I really thought that the Avalanche were going to carry that momentum. I thought that they could easily still sweep. I I really thought that was a possibility, but, um, oh, man, for um, as much of a – sort of a running gag I've had uh, talking shit about Pete DeBoer. Um, I'll give him credit, man. He's really pulled this team together the last two games. It's uh, it's just, I don't know what else to say. It's it's insane. Like To be able to come back from a game like that and to outplay this team, this team, this much, I mean, that's it's, it's incredible. So full props to him and that team. I, I, I forget. Um... Was DeBoer the coach of San Jose when Vegas um, when Vegas beat them? Okay, yes. okay, no, because so, I'm trying to remember because I remember there was like a couple games in those San Jose Vegas series back in the day where Vegas smoked San Jose and San Jose came right back the next game and won. So that DeBoer knows DeBoer. something about getting his teams to bounce back the next game. Yeah, because you know, they lost game one against Vegas eight nothing and then won the next game. He's so, also good in game seven. Wow. Oh yeah, yeah, undefeated in game sevens, buddy. But yeah, he he knows what to do. I guess to um, hit the right buttons to get his team to bounce back back the next game strong, and he has a good track record of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll give him credit for that. I mean, he's not. I don't think he's a good coach in general, but clearly in the playoffs, he's. I mean, hey, like you know, and you know, this is something that uh, you can't quantify, Pierce, and that's uh, analytics can't measure that. They just you cannot. Can't. You cannot measure. Um, uh, well, in all seriousness, I. Uh, uh, something that I guess you can't measure, but um, fuck off, Pierre McGuire. Um, mm. But like, like you said, Dylan, he knows how to get his team back. Like that's it's something that we've, as Blackhawks fans, we've seen Jeremy Colton struggle to do, and that's to get his team into a game, into so a you're series. You're saying game. Skate Chicago gotcha. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> um, no. Um, but uh, yes, but no. Um. Hey, come on! Two cup but, final appearances got to count for something. But uh, both both teams that <laughs> I, both teams that I I, I watch, I I feel like I've had the same struggle, and that's that they just can't mentally get into these big games. And you know, he, clearly he's done that for this team. So, uh, and if not done it, he's played a big part in it, no doubt. So, yeah, props to him on that. The um, team also has a bunch of experience too. Like yeah. you got to think, like they got a bunch of cup winners on that team. Between like all the LA defensemen, you got Alex Petrangelo on that team who's won a cup. You got Shea Theodore, or, and you still got all those guys who have been in the Cup final and stuff. They know adversity. Yeah. They so, were in the conference final last year too. Literally, like you forget that. Yeah, and that probably should have, and probably should have won that series against Dallas. They just got goalied again. And <laughs> like they <laughs> but yeah. um. Or they're goalieing people. Yeah. yeah. Also, like Max Pacioretty being fully healthy definitely helps because you could tell mm-hmm. the first couple games he was yeah. trying to ease back in. I feel like he's back to full speed now. 
that helps a bunch. Uh, Dylan Secura, obviously manning that third line helps so yes, much. Sir. Like just so oh, impactful out there. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. But um Hey, he picked up the puck after a rebound and uh started the transition play uh one time when I was watching highlights. So I'm not sure what you're talking about, buddy. I think he's mm-hmm. doing just fine. Mm-hmm. No, I, I actually don't fucking know how he's well, doing. Well, on his way to 20 goals and 40 assists and for 60 points, I must he's say. He's on his way. He's on his way. You can't deny yes, that. Sir. Can't wait yeah, till but... till Matias Yamwork passes the cup to Dylan Secura. Get out of here. And no, that Robin Leonard would pass it to him. Come on now. You know that. Come on, dude. The two. Yeah, that's right. What about Thomas Yurko? Is he still there? <laughs> I'm pretty sure he is. Oh, my God. God. No, I can't wait for him so to play bad. a playoff game. I can't wait for him to play a playoff game or five so that he, Dylan Secura, Matias Yamark, and Robin Leonard are all on the ice holding the cup. It's going to be great. <laughs> I can't believe the Blackhawks like looked at Joe Quinville's tenure and they were like, "Yeah, you know, he had Andreas Martinson and Thomas Yurko on like his top his top six because we were so hurt." But you know, he can't coach a good enough hockey team. Yeah, so let's get him <laughs> this like, is the coach's problem. Uh, get out of here, God! Don't bring me down back here. Don't bring me back to that. God damn! Imagine um, if like we had a GM like Kyle Dubas who could assume uh, like assemble a great. I mean team Kyle Dubas because his team can't make it past the first round. Hey, hey, oh, no, God. that's Kyle dumbass to you, am I right? Good team can't get past the first round. It's all his fault. Clearly, oh, all his fault. Yeah, Kyle Dubas and Co- and uh, Joe Quinville. Yeah, that Joe Quinville from that time frame. They go together about as good as an acid in a base. Yeah, Just not at all. Not at all. No, hmm. but uh, bad. Uh, very undeserved blame. Uh, I would say so. Yes, the way that Leafs fans look at um Kyle Dubis is the way that Stan Bowman looks at Joe Quinville. Yeah, I'm gonna give him complete shit, and uh, let's see what he does. Oh, nothing. Okay, well, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> that that's literally Vegas to draw a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, what Gerard has he done? Gallant, Nothing. Get him out of my office. <laughs> Gerard Gallant leading the underdog Canadians to the gold medal game against Finland, which I think is playing right now. Hey, Gerard Gallant, uh, how many saves have you made? Uh, yeah, get the fuck out of my office. Pete DeBoer, uh, yeah, come right in, please. Thank you. Yeah, that's pretty much how it went. Yeah. Fuck. It's exciting. And we bring this up time and time again. What stylistically has he changed? Because Vegas has always been a fast, aggressive forechecking team, and I've not seen any changes at all. It's the same thing it's with a different guy. Yeah. Imagine if John Hines was coaching them. They got oh, Robin Hunter. Flurry decided to make a few more saves, and all of a sudden Pete DeBoer's a god. And like I said, Pete DeBoer's done – done a decent job but um to say that he's better than gerard gallant i wouldn't argue that it's the office meme it's the same picture it's the exact same mm-hmm. team as it was before they just got a save crazy exactly it's almost like bad pdo means something really but i thought you can't quantify playoff no, you, you can't you can't quantify it there's no analytical measurement to that there's, there's no, no analytical stats. measurement to uh to end of the game scores or saves or anything no no no. God, can someone just take an NHL GM or anybody in the front office and just sit them in front of the TV, put on Moneyball, and tell them to shut the fuck up for two hours? That'd be great. What the fuck? That'd be fucking great. And look what happens when you actually, like, you know, you can take a bunch of guys. You can take literally, fuck, dude, have any of them watch baseball? Like, holy shit. 
look what like not that baseball isn't boring as fuck because it is, but how how you know, Dylan, I know it's okay to be wrong, but how hard is it to just <laughs> look at other sports and go, hey, look, if you just look at the underlying statistics and you don't have to, and nobody's telling you that it's all you have to look at. No one's telling you you have to be the fucking athletics and have no money in the world. You can be look at like look at the main beliefs out of all the money in the world and I can't exactly say that's an analytically run Still team. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like you and have Joe Thornton and Wayne Simmons, you know, great analytic darlings. Yeah. Oh my God. The most amazing. Yeah. But like you have all the money in the world with that team. Like, you know, obviously there's a salary cap, but you have, you can spend money as much as any team out there. And yet you still decide that Zach Bogosian's got to be the guy to bring in. Like, and Nick Foligno, a first round pick for. Yeah. I mean, well, and get, again, Kyle Dubas should not be the guy that I'm, uh, I'm bringing up as a reference oh, point for this. But, um, for, but it's just the team I watch, you know, it's the first one I think of. Um, the Blackhawks don't even get me started. Dumb uh, Leafs fan. <laughs> um, <laughs> Who you know? Well, actually, to be fair, apparently Nikita Zadorov is an analytical darling, which Shut makes up. absolutely no that's it. Shut up! Defense. Shut up! You know what's crazy about hockey? There's another like 160 fu- fucking plus feet of the ice he's got to worry about. Really? That's crazy. Isn't it crazy? And did you know in so hockey crazy, you have man. to handle you have to handle the puck and break it out? Dude, I didn't know um, that, and apparently the Blackhawks didn't either. Hmm? Oh yeah, yeah that's why you guys let's... like Ben Harper. To move That's the right. the and, <laughs> and fire and fired in transition, not just moving in transition, but fire it. My that's that's one of the best tweets. That's one of the best hockey Twitter the tweets. The funniest thing <laughs> is, I'm pretty sure that was his first career NHL goal. In his it was. It was like his first and maybe his only. <laughs> it was against Martin Jones. That doesn't count. <laughs> Society Damn. has moved past the need to count goals against Martin Jones. <laughs> it really has. You know who probably Honestly. makes Martin Jones feel really good about himself? Dylan Secura, like three years ago, because Martin Jones robbed him like four times on his first goal. <laughs> so he finally made the save. Must have made uh, him feel so good about himself. <laughs> he's against all of Never makes that it. save. I finally got it. <laughs> My column, Colorado Vegas frauds because they had to face San Jose a bunch of times. Are they really as good as they think they are? My column. Okay, mm. that is kind of like for like not Colorado and Vegas, but like the other teams in that division, that very much applies. <laughs> yeah. But that just shows how crappy St. Louis and Arizona are. You get to fucking face the three California teams, which are just butting heads to be in the worst team, and you still can't scratch the four seed. Remember when, was, remember when that was death row in the NHL? Like, if you went to California, getting maybe, like, three points out of six was a good trip. Remember that? Going to, like, Detroit, Chicago, and St. Louis was never fun? Yeah. Not anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's plenty of fun if you want to win, but it's about yeah. Sheesh. I don't know, man. Yeah. Unless you're those pesky hurricanes. <sighs> man. Let's, let's, let's get into that, shall we? Um, Why the fuck is Peter Morazic playing? <laughs> I was literally what just did I say last podcast, dude? Like literally, like Jesus. Why yeah. the fuck is this dude in the lineup? I, I don't love care if they want more, but like Jesus, man. It's almost like you know keep the goalie in that only gave up four goals in the first two games. No, but no, but he let in a bad goal. crazy concept, and, and his offense didn't score any more goals for him. So let's take him out. I bet it's because Peter Morazic plays the puck a lot. I bet that's why they're scoring more goals. He's and if some loser says, "Oh, it's because of the power play," I don't care. He like 
No. Dude, you just don't do that in the middle of a series. This is not how that works. Like the Islanders did it because of our llama because Sorokin actually was terrible the first two games. For the first mm-hmm. game. He was. He was bad. Oh, Dunkfish has not been bad. What's been bad is your penalty kill and your defenseman taking penalties left, right, and center. And Andre Sveshnikov taking penalties left, right, and center. And Andre Sveshnikov oh, not doing anything besides that. Carolina fans are not happy about Sveshnikov. Chicago fans love Andre Sveshnikov. No. Trade for Andre Sveshnikov. Sheesh! There it is. Oh, my bad. Uh, Spetsnikov has six assists in the playoffs, so clearly no Who criticism. Who gives a baker's fuck? No, no <laughs> Every it. time I turn on the game, this dude's going to the box. He's an ooh, baby. And guess what, what happened? I, I, think had, I, think, I think he had three penalties last game. Jesus. Nice. Yeah, let nice. me – I'm going to pull that up. Let me pull that up. Uh, can you pull that, really, uh, pull that up really quick, Jamie? Uh, penalty minutes. So this buddy of mine, it's Carolina had 14 penalty minutes yesterday. Yeah, Tampa had what four power play goals? Uh, they actually had. Yeah. I think they only had two, which is surprising, but doesn't fucking I, matter. Hmm. Oh, three, three, still doesn't same same. Dude, you just can't do that. Like, think about it. If their penalty <laughs> kills even like semi fine, that game's tied probably at the worst. Three, dude. Their fifty. Their power play was three out of six. Like. That's ridiculous. Like you that can't is. take penalties. Simple as that. And they were up four two, dude. And then they were they blew that lead within a period. I thought I was watching the Blackhawks for a second, dude. When you score, oh, when you score four goals on Andre Vasilevsky, you have in a period. To yeah, no excuses. Zero. You scored four goals on Vasilevsky in a period, goals. and Vasilevsky was the worst goalie yesterday. He was not the better goalie, and they still won. The Hurricanes had scored. Five goals up until that game. They scored four in one game, and they fucking blew it. Yep. Because they couldn't stay out of the box. Because they could not stay out of and the box. And they started Peter Morazic instead of Alex and Delkovich, you know. Oh, and yeah. I bet you Morazic starts game five. It's not all Morazic. James Rivers in the starting series. <laughs> it's not by any means better than Delkovich. He, no, the Delkovich has been so fucking good. When in doubt, so fucking out. good. But no, we need Peter Morazic in that. God damn it, man. I just want to say again, Alex Novdelkovich was on waivers at the beginning of the season. Stop, stop bringing that up, man. I swear to God. God damn it, dude. <laughs> You're evil for that. You're evil, man. I'm, I'm just an evil man. Man, uh, dude, if, uh, think about that. If Edmonton picks him up, like, there's your goalie for maybe Ever. the foreseeable future. Yeah. Ever. I mean, well, at, by Edmonton standards, forever. Yes. Absolutely. No, by Edmonton standards for two years because they'll train him. That's, that's also true. Um, and like, and I gotta say, like, um, it's frustrating to see this, um, because Carolina is still like, they, it would just be nice. It would just be nice to see wouldn't a team like nice? Carolina. Wouldn't it be nice? Right. Wouldn't it be nice to see a team like Carolina to finally get over the hump, but no, nah, like they, it's bad coaching. It's Andrei Svetsikov being an idiot. It's, it's. It's mental mistakes, it's coaching mistakes, and that's going to cost you in the playoffs. That's what it comes down to, coaching and mentality. If you're the better five-on-five team and you're still losing, it's either your special teams or your goaltending. In Carolina's case, it's both. Yep, yep. And But I do want to give credit to It Tampa wasn't Bay. the goaltending the first game. Or the second game. Goaltending the second game. Nope, nope, nope. And, of course, when they win, it you know, 
I'm sure that it's, you know, oh, it's because of Mrazek. You know, it's because they put Mrazek in that, of no, course. The only reason they won but game three is because Kucherov took a boneheaded penalty in the offensive zone. <sighs> Kucherov doing stupid, taking a dumb penalty? Sheesh, man. He can do whatever he wants, dude. He's got 17 points in 10 games. Like, what the fuck? I was going to say, I, I, yeah, how many, 17 points in 10 games? Are you fucking yep. kidding me? Jesus, man. And not to, not to take away from that. Let me just, how many of those are power play points? Oh, probably like nine, but still. Yeah, I'm not trying to take away from that. I just I'll look it up. Just uh, oh, I got it right here. Let's see. Twelve. I'm Jamie. I'm my own Jamie. Twelve. That was Here's wrong. There you go. Fucking. That just literally shows how we call me. Call me Jamie because I pulled that up quickly. I was gonna. I was about to say like I'm my own Jamie, and then right before I opened my mouth, twelve, twelve. But and then again, that's not to take away from him. Power play points are points, but it just now when shows. Tampa's power play is this good, it just tells you how use like how important Kucherov is to that power play. Seriously, yeah, like that power play is not because the their power play power. was already good. Like, yeah, that power play was still. I believe they were effective even without Stamkos, but I can't say I remember that for sure. So I'm not gonna. I'm uh, <laughs> like, not going to claim that, but they probably they pro- they still can be like they have Braden Point, they have Anthony Sorelli, they've got I mean Tyler Johnson can still be an effective player, dude. They've still got weapons on this team. Alex Kaloran is still great in the power play. Like that's, that's, that's team is, just for reference of how bucket bonkers this team is right now. They're forty one percent on the power play, and they're still not first in the league right now. It's Colorado's forty four percent. I can only tell this is thirty two percent. I still think Colorado Cup final. I still think Tampa's got a better power play, just in general. I I know numbers aren't, and you know they're not in front right now, but there's just that power play is disgusting. (laughs) It's just disgusting. Um, and I mean, uh, I'm going to uh, double check that you mentioned Svechnikov. Well, we've all mentioned Svechnikov taking penalties, but how many did he take last night? Power play was thirteen percent. Svechnikov had Vegas yeah. is also 13% on the power play. That's a big reason why they're struggling. Svechnikov <laughs> had, yeah, three penalties. Three penalties. I'm and sorry. Every time he took a penalty, they scored, I'm pretty sure. This is the only time – this is one of the only times I should say that I would be all for scratching a, a star player, a, a guy on your team that produces that much because it's, it's he, actually costing you. It's they actually can't. costing you the series. Dude, they can't though. They don't have Trotrek. They don't have Trotrek, and they're banged up at forward. Trotrek was tripped. He was tripped yeah, twice. In fact, <laughs> but yeah, it, it Tampa's goofy. Yeah, I, 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 I think that. I don't want to say that series is over, but how do you win three out of four against Tampa? Carolina has a good game five. It could get interesting, but. They have to have I, like a really good game five. They can't squeak out of it. You know, Unless I they would pull not Montreal. Be, I really Reimer wouldn't be shocked. The savior. I wouldn't be shocked. Oh please, God, I would be. <laughs> that would at least make up for some of my Leafs depression to see James Reimer do that. But um, I, I think that I don't think it's impossible to see Carolina do this. Like we said, it's if you just stay out of the fucking box between the ears right now with them. Yeah. You can like even with Morazic, like again, I don't think Morazic's the better goalie by any stretch of the imagination. But I still win with Morazic. Yeah, three of those goals are power play goals, man. Like you, I, it's hard to put that on a goalie when you're playing like this, or when you're putting yourself in the box like this. So 
I think they still can win. I don't, again, don't think Barazic should be in that, but I think they can still win with him. I think this team can win. Just tell Sveshnikov to fucking control himself. Get his head screwed on straight. <laughs> Seriously. He's putting up points. He had two assists last night. And that matters. That matters. In you a know game. who that sounds like? Another player that was rooting their team against Tampa in the playoffs? Mm-hmm. Mm, sounds like someone named Sam Bennett. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I was going to say Mitch Marner doesn't play for – doesn't didn't play against wow. Tampa. Wow. Fuck off. <laughs> oh, my God. This, this is never going to leave me. This is never going to leave me. This is never going to leave me. That's the first player I thought about when, when Schmitty said that. I was going to say Sam Bennett. He said Sam Bennett. I'm like, oh, thank God. Okay. You know, we can, yeah, we can focus on the uh, – I'm the not the least. It all comes back to the least. None against those crappy Habs. Oh, God. The disrespect to my Montreal Canadiens who are up to well, no disrespect your Canadians Canadians every pitches. day of the week. Hawks fans love Sam Bennett. Trade for Sam Bennett. All right. So What's your deal, man? <laughs> I've got a lot of those, man. I've got a lot of those. Actually, a lot. Let me list them off right now. One by one. <laughs> right. Um, oh, man. Um, shit. Looking at this, like, just looking at this box score for Carolina and Tampa is just giving me a – God, giving me an aneurysm. This is horrible. It's just so messy. And watching the highlights, too. Um, cause I wasn't home yesterday. I was, um, I was in Michigan drinking their nasty water, obviously. Michigan. <laughs> Fuck <off. laughs> Funny. I, yeah. The worst thing is nobody's going to get that, but I still think that's the funniest fucking thing. If you want to explain that Pierce, uh, and want to, and, uh, take away any bit of funny from it, but I, I just, <laughs> it makes no sense on its own. It makes absolutely no sense on its own. It's just this fucking Michigan. <laughs> that is Nick Avocado is that his name? I think so, yeah. You said he was he was doing a live stream and he was I'm pretty sure he was. He was like doing a live stream with the election, like when the election was happening. And like every time a state state would pop up, he'd be like, Georgia, and he like start crying and like laughing. And then Michigan pulled up and it was yeah, I can't believe and... we're talking on this about a on a hockey podcast, but you know. It's a podcast at the end of the day. Yeah, I mean, God damn it. True. That's what matters. Yeah, I sent you pictures of my, of me from Michigan in my beautiful sun hat. And uh, you, you sent that back. And I, I, I didn't know what – I didn't know any context. I had no idea what it meant. And that was maybe the best way to, to receive it, to, to discover that. So thank you for that, Pierce. I, I may be the only person to ever appreciate that. <laughs> the way that I did. I sent it to you. Exactly, and, I, and God damn it, I appreciate that. Um, so yeah, on from that mess of a game last night in uh Carolina or in Tampa from Carolina because God, that was the messy team. Um, let's move on to the Bruins and Islanders. Um, I I'd say maybe the tightest series so far. Um, I mean, we see with Vegas like is just murdering. Colorado up, uh, up and down the ice these last two games, and uh, it just seems like the Lightning, like you said, Carolina just can't really catch up to them. They they can't stop tripping over their own shoes, Carolina. But uh, Maybe they should talk to New York, States. man. And like, this surprised me. Uh, New York 
New York outshot the Bruins um, 34 to 29 um, in five on five play. I believe they outplayed them pretty much uh, all throughout. Um, and it kind of shows we talked about this. The Islanders are a different team at home. They just are why? because they have Matt Martin, Casey Zizekas, and Cal Clutterbuck. You can, there's no like, analytical really... equation for that. That's why no, they're... but then they finally said we're going to go in analytics and take Leo Komarov off Matt Barzell's wing, and look what happens. You stick Leo Kyle Palmieri on his wing one game, and magical things happen. It's crazy. Because, like, <sighs> go look at that Palmieri goal. If that's Leo Komarov, he shoots that thing 10 feet over the net. Guaranteed. That was – Unfucking believable what Matt Barzell did in that play. Yeah, because he finally has two wingers. The fact had, that Leo Komarov pylon on his wing for nine games. The fact that Leo Komarov was ever even the same sentence as Matt Barzell just blows my fucking mind. I mean, I get Barry Trotz likes his old guys. I get he likes his vets. But <laughs> Jesus, no, he likes he likes Leo Komarov because he goes to the front of the net and clears space hey, like play, Anders Lee did. Hey, Except hey, he's he got stone hands. <laughs> Except he's just not good at anything, and I, I love Leo Komarov, man. But he really all, nowadays all he can do is get in people's heads. So hey put man, him on the fourth line and let him do that. Yeah. Uh, oh, you're right. Not Leo that's Komarov, true. The same year as John Scott. That <laughs> that's underrated. Leo Komarov is a fucking all star. I love all-star. that. I fucking love Uncle Leo, man. Damn, call him Danny Heatley. Uncle in, Leo. I I have no. <laughs> I still have no idea how that, how, like, listen, I know NHL front offices are bad, but how do you let anybody put Leo Komarov within two lines of Matt Barzell? Like, come on, Because man. Leo, Lula Morello and Barry Truss, that's why. Yes. Yeah. Um, but, uh, also, yeah. Barry Truss. Also, the fact that David Krejci only got fined 5000 for literally trying to take away Matt Barzell's childbearing privileges. It's quite, um... <laughs> Shocking, especially no. What's even more shocking is the ref said, "Oh, we want to give this a five-minute major." Then they huddled up again. They were like, "Okay, no, we're gonna give matching minors." <laughs> matching? No. Oh no, no! I'm not surprised at all because it's the NHL. Like, yeah, I am. <laughs> we say that in the most ironic sense because what else is new? What the fuck else is new? Also, David Pasternak hit the post on a wide, wide open. Net. I really, I was waiting to get to that. That is one of the worst open net misses I've ever seen. One of hey, the all I'm going to say is Tom Wilson wouldn't miss that. You're damn right he wouldn't. Best goal scorer in well, the what NHL. What about Ryan Reeves? Mm. Anyways. Yeah, I'm <laughs> yeah, literally talking about anybody Not else. Not giving that Google Reeves. time. I mean, it, it's... It, this go, this really shows you um the last uh god last couple of games or so uh it, it shows you what a privilege it is to have Ilya Sorokin and Simeon Varlamov as your tandem. I mean holy shit. Sorokin was the better goalie against the Penguins and he uh he didn't win them that series but he was the winning goalie and he deserved to play and he played well enough. What do you mean? He won them game 5. Oh, okay. Sorry, my my brain's broken. No, I my think Tristan broken. Sorry, won them game oh, five my brain's broken. Players. I apologize. Lisa Rokin made forty eight saves. Let's not knock that, okay? Oh, yeah. yeah, I apologize for my. Well, there was only twenty four shots that game. <laughs> yeah, Rokin was getting peppered. But yeah, Jari gave him the win. But like, Sorokin no, kept no, him no, in no, 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 no. He absolutely did. My, my, I'm forgetting the numbers. I'm switching that there. 
Uh, no, that I forget. Islanders were being shelled to shit that series. That absolutely was Sorokin. It also just shows how good the Islanders' defense is. Like, they're six deep right now. Like, even guys like Letty and Andy Green are stepping up and Scott Mayfield. Like, you know, obviously, Pelican and Pollock are doing what they always do, and you got Noah Dobson doing his thing. But even, like, Scott Mayfield's having a great playoff right now. Fought oh, Taylor yeah. Hall last night, which was really funny. But um, <laughs> Taylor Hall's first fight in over a decade, which is really funny to think about. Yeah, maybe <laughs> Literally since his rookie year. In their lineup. That's why Boston. Dude, it's, it's, Boston's already rubbing off on Taylor Hall. Look at that. <laughs> He's going to sign a 6 on 6 Yes. Yeah. Or three times six. All right. Um, Shit. I have to bring up this this important question. Why do people wear bike helmets? Oh no! Oh my god! I mean, I could tell you firsthand. Um, but uh, Pierce. Um. Uh, yeah, that's a very interesting. Uh, very interesting question. Um, yeah, you show. You know, I think you should just like not fall off the bike personally. Yeah, you know, it's like. Yeah, it's you know, it's like no, why we, honestly, Dylan, I, I really don't know why we have um airbags in cars, you know, like just Jimmy, don't, I think you're just a weak car. beta male if you want to wear a helmet and care about safety. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's like mm-hmm. what if you know what if hockey players, you know, just didn't, you know, just didn't take headshots in there? What if what if players, you know, just didn't What if we just like allowed helmet you know? to helmet in the NFL? Yeah, yeah, you know I mean they're like, just babies, right? Yeah, screw exactly. it. Take the helmets you know, off. Let's just go head to head. Like I said, you know, it's like again with airbags. You know, just don't get into car accidents. You know, like, you know, what I mean, like, you know, what if, what if we? I think myself being built different. Um, you know, maybe, you know, maybe my history of concussions. You know, I may or may not have, you know, been, uh, you know, illegally hit by people on the ice. You know, or, you know, assaulted. But, uh, you know, well, Jimmy, I think, if I was you, I would simply I, not get hit. Yeah, I should have just been built. I should have just simply, simply yeah, not, not been hit. punched or kneed in the head. You're absolutely right, Pierce, or tripped and fallen on my head. You know, I, I simply should have just, you know, not had that happen to me. You're absolutely right, Pierce. Um, <laughs> you can pull up feeling that tweet, de- please. Feeling? I think you deleted it. Oh, my God. Earlier. I'm looking for it right now. I can't find it. There's got to no, be screenshots out there. Oh, oh, there probably is. The The reply... The reply is somehow better than the original tweet, right? His uh, his attempted apology is somehow got even worse. Dude, I just while I was trying to look up the the bike thread, I saw a stat like out of the blue. I think it was from game one of the AV series, and it said Nathan McKinnon clocked in at thirty eight kilometers an hour when he scored one of his goals. <laughs> like, Jesus, That's pretty good. Christ. This man has wheels. But that thread was probably one of the dumb. Who even said that? What which idiot said that? I don't even know <laughs> who that is. Who guess what works for a Toronto newspaper? I don't know which one, but I know that. Shocker, works. shocker. Color me shocked. Toronto hiring shitty journalists. What else is new? What? Hey man, the disrespect to our boy Steve Simmons. <laughs> yeah. And Damian Cox. Hmm? Because oh, you know sorry. Dan Girardi is the Norris caliber defenseman. This comes from uh, the original, uh, the the tweeter of the original tweet, Michael Strykos. Sorry for the earlier tweet um, about bike helmets. I'm, (laughs) and you'd go, oh, um, you know, fine. It was a stupid tweet, but you know, whatever, man. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't hurt anybody. But you know, like, you know, it'd be nice to apologize without insensitive that was. It was fucking stupid. Um, He then goes on in the same tweet to say. 
I meant I don't understand why adults who don't know how to ride a bike choose to wear a helmet, or who know how to ride a bike choose to wear a helmet. For those still learning how to ride, by all means, buckle up and stay safe. It's a good thing there's it's no like, such. It's how like seriously. I know there are some stupid people out in the world. We know that, right? I just said that Ilya Sorokin didn't win the series for the uh, Islanders. Okay, people can be stupid. You, oh, I agree. How do you? How does one sit down and go? I'm gonna tweet that. Oh, you want to know why, Jimmy? Because he's the guy who didn't wear a helmet growing up. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Just went right past him. It's crazy. Yeah. That's and that's like I laugh at that because I literally like went on the timeline today and like one of the guys I follow was like, just got my first motorcycle accident today, and I really just wanted to be like, did but did you wear a helmet? Because <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah. Seriously. I'm just serious. Like you I... don't wear a fucking bike helmet for yourself. You usually wear it in case you get hit by a fucking car or some shit. Oh, I was gonna say, there, like, there's Jesus. no car. Good thing there's no cars on the road. Am I right, guys? Good thing there's no cars, pedestrians, talking shit about... that can hit you. Was he talking mm-hmm. about motorcycles or just like? Well, or just talking bike about if you general. hit a bad rock with a bike and you just roll down a hill. Because I like, like I did that when I was little. I cracked my head open because I wasn't wearing a helmet. Like that shit's dude, real. Like it's so no, stupid. Dude, yeah. Last year I was um and I've I've biked since I was uh since I was a little kid, man. Like I've done that five. forever. And uh, what's that? No, no. Since you were about five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um. And last year I had I had an accident, and if I wasn't wearing a helmet, I like I'm not even trying to be dramatic. I might not even be here. Like it was, it was it was very very bad. And thank my lucky stars, I had a fucking helmet on, man. And it was it was still a very bad concussion as it was. But uh, yes, Michael, that's why you wear helmets so that you. Oh, sorry, uh, don't... Jimmy. If I was you in that situation, I would have been I would have just been a man and died right there. Yeah, you know what, man? You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. What was it? Um. Oh my God! There was a oh forget. There was a fellas. Is it gay to stay alive? (laughs) (laughs) You know what, Pierce? Actually, if you really want to stay alive that badly in a world full of men, I think that's pretty gay, buddy. Yeah, that's so. Your question, absolutely. (laughs) Oh, what's up? So this just like broke from the CBC news. Uh, breaking news: The federal government has approved the travel exemption for the final two rounds of the Stanley Cup playoffs. That would allow NHL teams to cross the Canada-U.S. border without quarantining. Players and club personnel will be subject to enhanced uh, public health measures. And literally, everyone on Canada is like, "Oh, so like I'm looking in the comments right now, and there's just a bunch of people going like, oh, special treatment. I see how it is.' And I'm just like, guys, okay. it's called they all need to make fucking money." Like I don't think you realize this. Jesus. One of your dumb Canadian teams is actually holding the NHL back from making a shit ton of money right now. What do you think about that? My Montreal Canadiens are doing great. If I were a Canadian team, I would simply just lose. I'm so serious. So like every other crowd's like almost sold out right now. Yeah. Like the NHL's gotta be pissed thinking, like, fuck, we have to literally (laughs) if the Jets win, we're gonna have a team that's got five hundred fans in the conference final. Yeah. that's why Montreal oh, should win because yeah. they will have twenty five hundred fans. That feels like twenty five thousand. That's what I'm saying. You're right, you're right. You can't quantify that. You can't quantify the number of fans, Pierce. No, you can't. Absolutely not. You just analytically can't qualify that. Yeah, there's one thing that you cannot quantify. It's a quantity of things. Certainly. <laughs> Absolutely. Daily testing and private planes. What a time to be alive. <laughs> 
What a shocker. <sighs> Whatever. It's just dumb. Like, I just, oh. I need, I, I'd really hate shitting on the Jets and the freaking Habs, but like, I just need whoever wins that series to get stomped next round. Just so the NHL realizes they can never do this again. <laughs> like, I bet Canada ratings, I don't, Pierce, I don't know how ratings were in Canada for like games this year. I bet they were pretty good, but like, Oh, the Montreal T- uh, Toronto series had great ratings, especially I think Game oh. Six had the highest one. Like it had like five million viewers, which is a lot. Oh, I bet. Yeah, I bet. It's just like it's not good for the sport. <laughs> like, think about this. Think about this real quick. If the Leafs go back to their normal division, first of all, the Habs don't make the playoffs. That doesn't happen at all because the top four would be ter- or, um, Toronto, Boston, Tampa, or probably ter- Toronto, Florida, Boston, Tampa. Or Tampa, Boston, and mm-hmm. then you would have Montreal, and then who are the other two teams in that cur- in that freaking shithole of the division? There we go. Yeah, but like you see what I mean, though. Like the best team in Canada would still probably be a three seed in their division next year, even yeah. with that team, if they played those teams regularly. It's just Pierce, not. It's have, not a good look for the league. <laughs> Pierce, have they had trouble rolling out vaccines in Canada? Oh uh, no, it's actually they have. But like as of late, it's picking up, which is. Crazy. I feel like this. But for a while, it was like a couple months. It was like. Oh, that. it was really slow. Yeah. I appreciate. I heard. Canada... On... What's up? Oh, I was just gonna say ahead. I heard it on the Dangle podcast for a couple months so that they were still yeah, like, getting vaccines and stuff. It was really slow, but now it's starting to pick things up. Yeah, I feel like at this point, it really shouldn't be as. You know, like uh, I'm not a fucking doctor or anything, you know, and I don't understand this stuff. Is you know, like. The people who are handling this, obviously, you know, they know what they're doing, but it, it just surprises me that they're still not having fans. They're not having that many fans in at all. Like it, it, it does surprise me because, and I appreciate how safe Canada has been with their precautions. I really do appreciate how safe they've been. There's a reason they've had, you know, lower numbers. There's, there's a reason was, as to why. It's not been perfect though. It was tough. Oh, no, it's not perfect. It's not perfect. No. no, it's not perfect. It's been better than other places. But I feel like at this point, and you have the you know the vaccines rolling out, I I don't understand why they aren't having you know like why they still only have how many fans do they have in Montreal? Twenty five hundred. Do they have any? Five hundred vaccinated first responders, I think. Like that's I mean, basically it. They should be there, you know. Good. That's they've they've earned that. Yeah, role. but like, but you should have. I feel like they they should and could doing have it. fans in there. Yeah, and if you don't want to have non vaccinated fans in, you can do that. Like. The MLB has specific vaccinated sections that you could sit in. Like, mm-hmm. that's a thing. And then, like, I'm, I don't know if the NHL is doing that because the NHL is trying to get as many freaking seats in as they can, which I don't <laughs> yeah, blame they, them. they don't care. They don't care. Um, <laughs> and I, I, think you, I think it's a very risky thing to do, like, obviously, to have, you know, non-vaccinated people in there. Um, you could easily be creating a cesspool. But um, with the amount of vaccines rolling out, dude, like, this is your chance to get fans in there. I'm just, do you, Pierce, do you know, being in Canada, do you know if there's any reason they're not doing it or are they just deciding not to? It, it's comes down to the governments. I'm pretty sure. Like, yeah, it does. It, yeah. It, it, Cause like, I don't know how it is there or Pierce, but isn't it like every province has a different government mm-hmm. or like a different, yeah. like person calling the shots, like a mayor yeah, kind of premier premier. Yeah. That's what, they, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's what, what I here. thought. So, like, Manitoba's dude probably is, like, way behind the dude in Quebec, which is why Montreal's got fans. Hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, that's because Pierce lives in a pussy liberal state. That's why. Oh my state. Pussy liberal state. Canada is the biggest liberal state. Biggest state in Canada. Canada <laughs> is the biggest state Canada has, if you really think about it. It's just one big goddamn state. Now, you know God's a troll because he put Canada, U.S., then Mexico. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, yeah. I saw a tweet that was, like, joking. It was, like, <laughs> it was, like, before, like, you know, like, we could literally stop. We could, like, like end world hunger and shit and do all this stuff because, like, people have all this money. But instead, it's, like, Elon Musk tweets come and the Italian government crumbles. <laughs> it's just, like, <laughs> these jackasses have so much money and they're controlling everyone uh, but elon musk is funny and he and he yeah but he's quirky and he makes cars yeah. and he put in it like elon his musk. Car 420 on him <laughs> that's so funny dude that's so fucking funny dude man you know is it's elon almost musk, like is elon musk the day portnoy of cars what elon musk is what like elon musk is like what a tony stark would be in this world Honestly, like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is why. This is there's why. A, there's, there's a reason a he was in Iron Man too, and Tony had to like fucking shrug him off. <laughs> like, and then he made yeah, the test. <laughs> I love how people get pissed off that that happened. When like, if anything, it just makes me happy that he fucking shrugged off Elon Musk. Yeah. Oh, it's great, dude. And I feel like <laughs> Elon Musk is too dumb to notice that because he's Elon Musk. <laughs> Jesus, but he makes funny skits on SNL. Yes, uh, I think he he makes skits. Okay, I think we can uh, I think we can leave the funny part out of that, please, and thank you. I um, refuse to watch Saturday Night Live anymore. Like it's just not happening. You get a good Pete Davidson one here and there, and that's it. Well, yeah, I can see that on Twitter. I don't have to exactly. watch the show. Oh, I've I've never sat down and the best SNLs were from the eighty. 80- He's in the 90s with like Chris Farley and Adam Sandler. Yeah, I was gonna bring Chris Chris so Farley. funny. Yeah. Chris Farley was oh, the yeah. best on SNL. Oh my god, so funny. Yeah. My name is Pat Foley or Matt Foley, and I'm a motivational speaker. <laughs> it's Matt. But Pat Foley is a problematic uh, <laughs> speaker. He's been in the bath. He's been in the basement having coffee for about three hours, so he's pretty amped up right now. <laughs> Dude, like Jimmy, the best part about Chris Farley on those is literally no one keeps a straight face. No one no. keeps a straight face. Like he's You're like everyone has to like either cover their face or they're smirking half the time because <laughs> he's really so fucking insane. Yeah, oh, I, it's so funny. It's like I know they're good, but I've just. I wish they would have done a super fans one when the Hawks won their cups. Because like they did it uh, when the Bulls and the Bears are good. <laughs> so like I did. Oh, but it's so funny. No, they should just not do that because I'd like to The I'd, Hawks. I'd like to watch. Oh no, yeah. Oh, those are fucking great. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah the super fans. The super mm-hmm. fans. The Bears. Had about my 14th heart attack this week. How many does that make for you? It makes a baker's dozen for me. I only got six. That's something to shoot for. <laughs> like, just like talking about having heart attacks at the table. And the best part is that's that's a hundred percent Chicago. Go to a bear's tailgate. That's exactly the kind of crowd you're gonna see. Exactly. <laughs> oh my god. Well, Pierce, do we uh do we have fucking 
Dude, do we have anything else to talk about? Yes, man. That's the most important news, I would say. Oh, oh my oh, God. Yeah. How, how can I forget about this? Taya Curry. You should oh, have started with this. No, <laughs> I want to end it off on this positive note. Best for last. Yeah. Best for last. So she was drafted 14th round by the Sarnia Sting, correct? Yeah, 267th or... overall. That's fucking awesome, though. Like, mm-hmm. that's so cool. And to anyone and that like, says, ah, I... but she's a female, shut up. You're not in. Shut here. up. Yes. Shut up. Than you. Shut the hell up. Get a life. She's way Don't better than you. Yeah. <laughs> He's literally anybody. She's better than you will ever be at the sport. Yeah. Just sit Seriously. the fuck down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and hopefully we see this. We see more of this. Hopefully this is Dude, not the. First, I hope this is the like, only one. Because like I've been, I've been pre- like I did a my like my senior project was basically on this in college. Like I talked about how like the NHL should be doing shit like this anyway already. They should have like, like. The thing I always said they could do is they could do like a mixed match all star game, and basically mm-hmm. you could do three on three, and you have like guys and like mixed match guys and girls teams. Yeah, go ahead. And it would and you just, like it'd be so much fun, dude. Because like why would you fuck? You can you can it's talk fun. about shots and hits all day you want. These girls will skate you out the building. That's how fast they are. Like, dude, oh I bet gosh. I bet if the guys are put Kendall Coyne, and Connor McDavid on that line, they're just gonna I score bet, so many goals. I bet you the girls would break <laughs> the fucking ankles of the people who are like, oh, they can't, they can't play. Oh, dude, it'd be so whatever, much you know? fun though. Yeah, that's what oh, it should no, no, be. No, it'd no, build no. the game so much too. No. It gets so many more eyes on the product. We need to have. Can we have a, a game, a three on three game, where you have people randomly? They're like I people who say women better. can't play hockey. To yeah. uh, oh, put a bunch of fucking randoms out against yeah, them. Watch exactly. them put a bunch, yeah, exactly. And watch them skate circles around them ankles, and break yeah. their ankles and dominate them. And they're Seriously. guys who would be like bending over for air like five yeah. minutes into the game. Seriously, mm-hmm. and female the way the way women's hockey is played mm-hmm. um, is perfect for where hockey's going. Like their all speed, style, all skill. Exactly. It's it's built for the NHL. Like it's so funny to me because. The criticism that I've always heard, and being around, being around a rink in Chicago, unfortunately, you uh, in around Naperville, you hear a little bit too much of this. Is you know, oh, well, women, you know, they couldn't handle the physicality of the NHL. Da, da, da. For one, I mean, that's that's up for debate. Sure, fine, whatever. Physicality is um, going down in the game anyway. Yeah, that's your fucking Nazem Kadri. In my opinion, women's hockey has been ahead of men's hockey from the start because of that. Hockey doesn't need physicality; it needs contact. Contact was put into hockey to remove the player from the puck. NHL players don't do that. NHL players hit guys because they want to hurt them most of the time to instill fear. And I understand if that's part of your, like, you know, you can do that. You know, I'm not saying it's illegal in the sport. My opinion is that it's fucking stupid. My opinion is that you should, you should win the game based on skill. Right? No, Jimmy, you gotta be a man and hit and win the game. You can, you can. Yeah, look how those Capitals won. Definitely wasn't because they had like thirty plus points from Kuznetsov and sixteen from Ovechkin, like sixteen goals from Ovechkin. No, (laughs) yeah, baby, because they're big. I believe Ryan Kessler once said that no human could withstand that. Yeah, so clearly. Guess what happened? Hold on, hold on. Narrator voice. They withstood that many hits. <laughs> exactly. Freddie Anderson was never the same again. <laughs> no, he couldn't withstand that many goals from Jonathan Taves. And he can't. He still can't. You know, I can tell you this from like from playing any level of hockey. Anybody can tell you the scariest fucking thing is a guy like Connor McDavid at your level skating up and down the ice. That's fucking horrifying. Okay. You can't keep up with that. No, you can't. You fucking can't. And I'm and 
So you have to like adjust, and it's very hard to adjust like that. <laughs> and I want to bring this back. So the NHL, if they're disappointed in, in uh, how like the things have worked out in Canada, maybe they should get the refs to fucking call calls like to call. Yeah, maybe like maybe like Connor McDavid not getting yeah. a penalty called in two series straight isn't Let a good me... thing for the league. I Especially just literally get turnstiled and freaking tabletop by Dylan DeMello, and nothing and happened. People are talking about. The fact that McKinnon is more built for play the playoff style of hockey than McDavid is. And I would say that is objectively I correct. That. I agree with that. You know what I would say is also objectively correct? That playoff hockey is fucking stupid. And it's not hockey anymore. I'm sorry. It just becomes – it's barbaric. And Murder's I love legal. the intensity. You can have intensity in hockey. You can have intensity in the playoffs and not have people get fucking murdered at almost every shift. I'm sorry. It's not that – it's not – Rocket but this science. is a man sport. We need hitting. You're you're right, Pierce. You're right. We need to be barbarian. Like the the people the people who say that sports are barbaric, if they watch the playoffs, you know, if they if they watch the playoffs and said that, I I wouldn't tell them they're wrong because it's fucking stupid. It really is. And I you know what, I I could have said last week that I enjoyed the intensity of playoff hockey, and I do. I do in general, but if I'm taking a step back and this last week, I've thought about it. If you take a step back and you look at it and what it really does for the sport, in my opinion, it's nothing positive. It isn't. It's just, it's this what continuation is? of murder. Yeah. Like it's, that's, so th- that's what people, it, apparently that's what people want in the playoffs. And it's ridiculous. You don't, it, it's so annoying too, because it's like the referees, it, this is one of the, it's not even the elephant in the room because everyone talks about it. They're like, yeah, the referees just let more go. Like that are you like seriously? That's not a good thing. That's like, not a good thing. No, it's not. You're just deciding to not do your job as well. Referees must love being in the playoffs because all they have to do is skate around and just skate around for 60 minutes or more and just, just decide when they the want to call. Yeah, I was going to say, just at the end of the day, they got to make sure everything's even. But the thing with the refs this year is they're even more on edge because of the Tim Peel shit, which is stupid. So, like, these guys are already on, and you saw it in the Boston game last night. They're afraid to call the right call. Like, yeah. they, they, they all think they're going to get fired or they're going to have to do a makeup call, like you said, or they're going to have to – it's literally – Oh my God! Like this and baseball are two of those sports where it just these rules make no sense. These the made up hockey rules. Hockey culture mm-hmm. and hockey code is one of the most ridiculous hockey fucking things. Needs to go fuck itself. It's so fucking dumb. Like in you, and the worst thing is you see it in like house leagues, dude. It's so fucking bad. It trickles down to everything. Holy shit! Trickle down economics, right? Yeah. Wowzers. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? Hockey has done one thing that Ronald Reagan can never do, and that's to actually have the culture trickle all the way down. Hey, hey, <laughs> it's I a bad bring this one. Up. When the Maple Leafs last won a playoff series, Ronald Reagan was still alive. Wow. Well, at least <laughs> – I don't even know how to respond to that. I mean, like, <laughs> Ronald Reagan and off his Leafs winning Cindy a Crosby couple, and Alex like, Ovechkin weren't the league. of war. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's – Michael Jordan was still playing basketball. It it needs to go like this. The number one playoff hockey needs to go. I'm sorry. I'm this this dinosaur ass view. This dinosaur ass style needs to just fuck off already. But okay, Jimmy, like, lizard brain, this lizard brain, that it gets you cups. 
Yeah, like, you're right. You know, yeah, like, let's just watch David Krejci go fucking, you know, like, like you said, take away Matt Parcell's childbearing privileges. But, you know, well, to be fair, you know, to be fair, that would have happened in the regular season and they would have done the same thing. But it's more of the shit, I guess, that you don't see called, right? It's the stuff that happens shift in, shift out. It's it's what's ha- it's Ryan McDonough Falcon punching Ryan Lumber and getting nothing for it. Nothing for it. And the referee's just hands on his hips. Hmm. Okay. Playoff hockey. And that's not like, even the worst thing he's done. Fine. Like he boarded Duclair, or what, did yo, I think it was. Remember? I think it was Duclair. It, uh, yeah. Or was but it the like, other one? I don't even remember. See, no, no, the no, NHL, no. The NHL gets away with like. No, it's bullshit. Away, no, they, no, it's he did it to Duclair. I'm pretty sure. And then Duclair like love taps Nikita Kucherov, and then gets okay, yep, yeah. the world thrown at him. Nikita Kucherov. That I'm sorry. Oh, I'm not going to go into that because that. Oh my god, that series infuriated me. It's like it, again talking about bad bad refereeing, and I, I'd say Dylan that probably aids to it too. The Tim Peel situation and that fear of making the right call mm-hmm. or not. I, I think that the Tampa Bay series was that in spades. Like that is a clear example of referees not knowing what the fuck to do. And by the end of the series, it was just a bloodbath. And again, playoff hockey is great. And all that, but you know what—that's what, what happens when you don't call by the book. players. Think they get playoff hockey is great because of the intensity the players bring in terms of how badly they want to win the cup. That's what makes it fun. The Boston New York overtime, the Boston New York overtime game two. Watch the first, I believe, ten minutes. There is, I could not remember a single bit of like a dirty hit, cross check, anything like that 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 made this what it was. But that overtime was fucking amazing just teams running up and down the ice back and forth back and forth there was there was no like attempt to kill anybody that made that what it was it was just good goddamn hockey and that's what this sport needs is to be this sport this sport needs to just realize that it's a great sport and it does not need to be it doesn't need to be back, back in the fucking Roman days, you know, battling well, in the middle of an though. arena. It doesn't though. need to be a bloodbath. We don't need gladiators. We need hockey. I want hockey played, okay? But that's too much to ask for with with this sport, apparently. And it's what nuts. I wanted to bring up, and what I wanted to bring up earlier is when you don't call like these calls, like like the Tampa, Florida series is like a perfect example. Of it. Look how out of hand it gets because players think they can get away with this. Exactly. Exactly. It, mm-hmm. What was that? What was it? Steve Engel said, "I will love hockey when hockey figures itself out," or something yep. like that. Yeah. Either way, same idea. I That's, love this sport when it's done being made. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. It's still and, being made on the fly. And I'm all it, for. It's the- amazing because it's it's right there. It's right there. Hockey, the actual sport of hockey, is right there, and they can't fucking figure it out. It's right there. Right there in front of you. Think, and Gary, I love, think. And I, I love the big, I love the big hits. I love the, the after whistle scrums. But when you see players blatantly getting tripped, slash, you need to call that. Like, oh my goodness! Like again, this league gets in its own way all the time. <laughs> More than any other. And if sport, you call, sure. and if you call the like the calls that need to be called, then players will adapt to it. They will know that they can't get away with this anymore. But you enable Dude. them. Referees are. I'm sorry. I understand. It's a tough. It's a. It is a tough tough. job. It's a very tough job. But holy fuck, the lack the lack of spines on these people is insane. Yeah. And I understand. It's at the same time. I guess it's tough because it's man to put one guy 
well, not one, but a few, just just a few dudes in the ice to police these motherfuckers is definitely asking a lot. But that is your job, also. That's also your job. Do your fucking job. That's all you have to do. Also, um, on a positive note, how fucking cool is it that Mark Stone's a Selkie finalist? Is a winger. Yeah, but it's he won't great. win because did he? Has he been a finalist before? I feel like he has. I think no, he's finished what? top five once, so. though. He should be fin- He should be winning it every year. I'm sorry. Like no. But Bergeron, no. though. And I but love Bergeron. But he's not but he's not at the level he was like a few he's years not. ago. And that's fine. Even though he's still a great player. That's fine. Yeah. Doesn't Bergeron, mean he's not man. a great player. Bergeron's not winning it. I wish. I wish he would, but he's not going to. I mean, I think that should go to Barkov this year. But I'd say Mark yeah. Stone deserves it. I think it should go to Logan O'Connor. Uh, Mason Appleton, I would like to have the more. The disrespect to Marcus Foligno, sheesh. What does Pia Suter have to say about all of this? Exactly. Come on now. Honestly, though, Joel, Joel Erickson really should have been a finalist, though. He actually should have been. He was like, He was insane. Would you, Pierce, would you put him over Patrice Bergeron? Because no. we're looking at defensive ability. I'm no, putting him over Barkov. Because Barkov's because, overrated defensively. That's fair. Tell him what it be, sheesh. I... <laughs> Go look at the graphs. You yeah. tell me. Hmm? That's something I actually want to look at. Um, actually, no, never mind. Never mind. Thinking of something different. So, what games we have today? We've got uh, Winnipeg and Montreal at five Central today, and yeah, nap Vegas. time at six. And then what do we got after that? Ooh, Colorado Vegas, fun. Yes. Damn, yeah, the, actual, start, the real hockey damn, game. I can't right? believe we start off with a great game and then such a boring game after that. Shut up. <laughs> Shut will, up, you sh- will you shut up, man? Man, yeah. I don't give a fuck about your Habs. electric in Montreal with your 2,500 fans. My Habs that beat your laughs. Uh, yeah, I can't wait for Joel Armia to pop off today. No, Maybe Eric Gustafson. It's Yoel Armia. Get it right. Sheesh, if you're a true Habs fan, you would okay. know it. If I was a true Habs hater, I would know it. True um, Habs hatter. True Habs hatter. Oh, maybe Corey Perry will score a goal again, and I can gouge my eyes out for good. Sheesh, call that so Corey good. Perry. He's so fucking good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not even being ironic when I say this. Toronto could have used him. I don't care what you say. No, I you was actually really just to bring that up. Toronto could have used like, like a Riley. player. They actually could have. You know what? A guy who can move the puck up the ice. The best. That would be nice. Life. That'd be great. You know who they really could have used? Carl Soderberg. You know the funny thing is he he actually probably wouldn't have been much worse. Like I would actually take a guy like him over Joe Thornton. At least Carl Soderberg. At least mm-hmm. Carl Soderberg can play some defensive hockey. You know. God damn it, man. That's the thing, Pierce, you, you had said that, and I don't think – it's not like a hot take. It's not like a crazy take. I don't think you're maybe even wrong. But if Toronto has Corey Perry – you tell like, me I'm wrong? Pierce, come here and tell me that I'm wrong. <laughs> Grow up, bro. Grow up. Portland and Wade Simmons are better than Corey Perry? Grow up. <laughs> the Wicked Witch of the East, bro. The East of Canada. <laughs> I, I just don't think that Corey Perry is going to do anything more than Wayne Simmons or Joe Thornton are going to do because it's about- it's not that he's necessarily worse. 
it's the, this team is that team is just weak, man. How the team's this? just determined of nothing. The Leafs sign actual good possession players challenge. Really? That's a, but like, did she go get Benny Hinojosa or like Adam Gaudet? You can't How would you quantify, quantify that? that? Exactly. How you, you can't quantify, quantify that, Dylan. Come on. I mean, well, God, Ed, I mean, I don't know about him, but dude, Vinny Henestrosa would be fucking perfect for Toronto. You can't tell me he wouldn't be. Speed. No, they don't do that. But, it, but Dylan. You know who does do that? The Blackhawks. And that's why we're not going to re-sign him because we got to keep room for Ryan Carpenter, baby. You can't oh. forget David Camp. I hate this team. Yeah. Hmm? There's one guy. No, there's like one guy on this team that like does this that I actually enjoy for doing this. Mike Hardman, dude. Like he's just a truck, man. He's just a truck. And I like Mike Hardman. He he is going to be. You know, if he, I pray to God he becomes a Marcus Foligno type. That'd be fucking fantastic. Cause he he has like the build for it, dude. Don't tell me he doesn't. Like a so big guy. He does body. He does, dude. He doesn't Dude. play defense. He could like he has he has the build for it. Like Mark Marcus Foligno is just big fucking guy. Throws hits, can put the puck in the net. Stone hands. Hardman, if Hardman decided to work on his defensive game, I'm not saying he's going to be as good as Marcus Foligno, but it's going to be hard, might, man. It's going to be, be hard. Better maybe. than Marcus Foligno. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe he's the next generation Marcus Foligno. Yeah, he has slightly better hands. And he wears better gear, so clearly he's a better, better player. Right, right. Pierce. No, oh, yeah, the gear makes the man. As the they gear say. makes. It's like to say the gear makes the player. <laughs> Any fucking ways. Oh God, yeah. This is definitely a Sunday podcast. This is a Sunday podcast. All right. Well, That's Pierce. All I gotta say. Hmm. Well, um, yeah. That's it. Again, congratulations to Taya Curry. That's fucking awesome news. Yeah, that's like... I, I hope she gets an actual look, too. Like, if that's a fucking publicity stunt, I'm going to be pissed. Yeah, and hopefully no that is just the first one we see. The start. Yeah, it's just the beginning. Yeah, Do you know anything about uh, Taya Curry? I know she played in, like, a men's league. Like, men's... Uh, I don't know what, what the level of it is, but um, she's 16. And uh, from what I saw, like, other Canadian goalies like Manon Rayom, who is the only female goalie to play um, like in an NHL exhibition exp- exp- game, and then Shana Zabados, who she's sixteen. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. she's sixteen. Oh my god, and, dude! It's like the Brandon Sod of female hockey players. Except actually, good. not everyone can be Brandon Sod, Jimmy. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I wish they could. Okay, God damn it! I don't know um, where the Brandon Sod comparison comes in, but all right. No, she she. That's looks, what I'm saying. No, no, no. She doesn't look. Like Brandon Saad was like 20 years old. Looked like he was 30 years old, dude. She does not look. It's crazy, man. She's just ahead of her years. She, she's that mature. She's she's mature enough to play in the juniors. That's why. Wow. Wow, that's fucking awesome. All right. Well, we are now a Taya Curry stand podcast, I believe. Yes. Yeah. Look at Taya Curry. So inspirational. So genuinely inspirational. Fuck yeah. It literally is. Yeah. Maybe a future podcast guest. Pierce, uh, wink, wink. I don't know. I'll, I'll, work, I'll work my magic, you know. Mm-hmm. All right. Well. Just... All right. Um. I hope y'all are staying safe. Get vaccinated. Still wear a mask if you need to, and uh, enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Enjoy the great uh, Leafs and Habs games. Unfortunately, it has to be followed up by Vegas. The Leafs and Habs games. Unfortunately. 
Oh, that's all, oh, man. That's right. I'm sorry. The Jets and Habs games. Oh, yeah. man. You suck. <laughs> the dis- the disappointment. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Well, <sighs> have a great day, everybody. Enjoy the Leafs and Habs game tonight. Yes, sir.